0: Okay, let's pray. Abba, thank you for your amazing love. Thank you for Yeshua, our Messiah. Thank you for the Rosh Hashanah, the beginning. The beginning of the whole thing. Thank you, God, because you love us so much. You redeem us. And you love us so much that you sent your only begotten son to die for, for us. We didn't deserve it. But you did it. Thank you, Father. Hashem Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Yay. I like PowerPoint. I don't know about you. See, there's a tradition that the rabbis, they usually have pictures to teach. And that's the, the idea of the parables. And the parables are just, you know, a thing to, just to help us understand uh, the Word of God. All right. There we go. And so God gave us technology as well to improve our teachings, but sometimes we depend so much on technology that we forgot uh, what we're going to say. Huh? So we are in Rosh Hashanah, Nisan. This is the month of redemption and also we have a double blessing because as as well as Shabbat HaKodesh. and we're going to you know you know me i'm not really a good um, preacher although i'm preaching all the time but i'm not really <laughs> a good preacher but i i, I like you to remember certain things that i'm keep telling you in the Torah class, I keep telling you every day. Is when we talk, I am keep telling you uh, anytime I can. Because it's important to understand this the cycle of the Torah. The cycle of the Torah is something that we need to keep in mind all the time. We have uh, uh, this thing that we, our life should be around the Torah. And what is the Torah? The Torah is the instructions of God, the teachings of the Lord. The Lord wants us to be around Him all the time, like little children. You know, everything should be around our Father. Everything should be around Him, and you know, little children. I I, I remember my children when they were small. Everything they were happy in the time they see me. They were so much into me. Uh, they wanted to be like me. They wanted to just be around me all the time. And I was just embracing them and playing with them and everything. That's the same thing with our Father. And we need to understand what that was tefillah means. Tefillah is, is prayer, but it's, it's like a conversation with the Lord. But at the same time, examining ourselves, looking into our our the mirror, which is the Torah, looking into the mirror and looking into our faces and and looking into... What, what are we doing? You know, we spend so much time in front of the mirror, especially ladies, some ladies, not the ones in Bethlehem, because they're, they're beautiful, so it doesn't matter. But, you know, lots of people, lots of people are just spending a lot of time in front of mirrors, right? The physical culturists. Have you seen them? You know, they just want to see good, want to see themselves good. And, uh, but we should do that in our spiritual lives, looking into the Torah and, 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 and watching how we are doing into, into ourselves, you know. And of course, we have the holidays, the Shabbat, the Rosh Hashanah, the festivals, and then we're going back to the future all the time. Uh, uh, um, Rosh Hashanah Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah to me. It says on Exodus 12one to two, I'm choosing the ESV version. You might not like it, but I like the language. I don't bite my tongue. Just, you know, give me a break. My English is my second language. So it says, the Lord says to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month shall be for you the beginning of month. Uh, It shall be the first month of the year for you. He, he's saying, I don't care what month the rest of the nations will use, I want you to use this month. So we should be so happy celebrating the new year. Yeah. This is the new year, yeah. right? Yeah. We should be having, happy pff, yeah, happy new year. <laughs> okay, so, but also the month has different names. Um, Nissan has uh, three names Rosh Hadashim, uh, I'm going quickly with this class. I'm trying to get off all of these things because I, I want to go right to the point uh, when we talk about Pesach. Uh, Nisan has three names. Rosh Chodeshim or Rosh Chodesh HaRoshim, which, is, which means the first month. Chodesh HaAviv, which is the springtime month. And of course, Nisan. Nisan. Um, uh, It is called the first month because it is the month of redemption, the month of the exodus of the people, of the Jewish people from slavery in Egypt. The house of bondage is considered ever great, even greater than Tishrei, the month of the universe came into being. The society of Egypt was built on the institution of slavery. Slaves were used to build treasure cities such as Pitom and Ramses, according to Shemot 111, and the pyramids' giant tombs of the pharaohs, possibly hinted at when the Jewish people complained to Moshe, are there not enough graves in Egypt that you had to take us out to die in the desert? You know, they also complainers, you know? Not like Bethlehemite people, please. No, like our members are amazingly no complainers. So, no individual slave or group of slaves and certainly not enslaved nation had ever escaped from slavery in Egypt. So, check out the history, it's there. So, you know, this is the first thing. Remember Exodus, remember the redemption from Exodus. But also we need to remember our slavery uh, from um, our sins, our own sins were right there. So, and then we have Hodesh Ha'aviv, the springtime. Nisan. Let's go back to Hodesh Ha'aviv, the springtime. It is called Hodesh Ha'aviv, the springtime month, because the Hebrew calendar is set up so that the month must fall in the spring. Welcome to a polonized city of Georgia. Amazingly greenish, orange greenish, yellowish, I mean, but it's amazing, I love it, I mean, it just, it just rained, which is great, it's going to be 80 degrees one of these days, hey, hallelujah, right, yeah, good, and so, this is sort of satisfied the godly requirement whereby Hashem says to Jewish people, you are living today in the month of springtime. so it was very flowery. Okay, very flowery when they were leaving. I don't know about that in the desert, but anyways. It is here in Georgia, right? It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, now that I found some uh, medications for my allergies, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for my doctor. So Nissan is the other name. Nissan, the name Nissan, is of a Babylonian Persian origin. You know, the real month on, on the Bible says Aviva which means spring, springtime, okay? Uh, as, as are the names of all the 12 months of the Hebrew calendar. But also has the suggestion of a springtime or blossoming because a similar word, Nizan in Hebrew means a blossom. So it might be from a combination of both. Uh, there are some important um, moments, dates, that happen in Jewish history. And I'd like to show you some of this. I'm, I'm highlighting Heyman's decree, which happened on 10 of Nissan. No one booing today. It's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why? Keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. Why am I highlighting this in, in red? All these things that we just read last month happened on Nissan. Now, there are many parallels. We have no time to discuss all of this, but it's just amazing things that happen. Uh, and I'm preparing another, another class for, for this. It's, it's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be talking about redemption and talking about redeeming the world ourselves by, you know, one by one, like the individual. And how you can also redeem your families or whatever your father's done, you know, you, you change things you know, you change the curse of, of, of life, okay? And it has to do, like, Mardochai, I'll give you something. Mardochai was a Jew from Benjamin, although he is called a Yehudi. It's the first time in the Bible the, the name Jewish is happening. And the entire Bible, you cannot find that Yehudi title until Mardochai, the Mardukai, the Yehudi, I hate him. You know, it was our good friend talking about him. You know. Uh, uh, and he is from Benjamin. Now, Benjamin, from Benjamin was the, Benjamin is the only guy who was born in the Holy Land. We talk about that in the class, right? He is the only one who was born in the Holy Land. He is the Jew of Jews. And that's, Paul telling us as well, I am from Benjamin, you know. It's like t- saying, I am a Native American, you know, I'm proud of it, you know what I mean? It's good. I mean, it's, it's good to have those those things. It's not an issue, it's, it's a pride thing, which is it's just okay. So he's like, I'm a Benjamite, right? Meaning, I'm from the tribe of Benjamin, the only guy who was born in the Holy Land. The rest of the guys were born outside of the Holy Land. And so, but guess what? When Kim Sol got into the, you know, the, the the rain, he messed it up big time, and he got killed because of that. He was, you know, and then Judah comes into place. So, what? What if? What if? Mardochai, being a son of Benjamin, in other words eventually it will happen that Benjamin was the one who will be, you know, Yeshua wouldn't be the son of David, okay? Probably Yeshua will be the son of Benjamin, you know what I mean? So in this case, and there's many parallels that we can find in the book of Esther, the hidden Pesach. 'Cause all these things happen on Nissan while Pesach should be happening. The banquet and everything that is happening. Now, the gallows. I was like, wait a minute, gallows? Gallows only happen in the world well, well why well uh, wild west part of the United States, remember? Only happen in Western civilizations. There were no gallows for, this, for these people in the Middle Eastern places. It was on a stake. They should impale somebody or nail them to a stake. So this was a cross, basically, that was the thing they were preparing for Mardochai. You get the picture? Yeah. All right, let's move to the other thing. I'll leave you right there. We'll prepare that for another opportunity. So keep that in mind. Esther happened in Nisan. And, um, you know, uh, it could be, it's a hidden Pesach. It's a hidden cross right there. It's a hidden thing. Very interesting. It's a hidden Messiah that was saved by the king and all of this. It's just beautiful. Anyways, another thing that happened in this month of Nisan is Yom HaShoah, unfortunately. Uh, And this is a picture of Yom HaShoah. Yom HaSikharon LaShoah V'Lagevura. It means Holocaust and the Remembrance Day. Known colloquially in Israel, and brought up Yom HaShoah. And in English as Holocaust Remembrance Day, or Holocaust Day. is observed as Israel's day of commemoration on the approximately six million Jews and five million other, others who perished in the Holocaust as a result of the actions carried out by Nazi Germany and its accessories. And for the Jewish resistance in that period. In Israel is a national memorial day and public holiday. It was inaugurated in 1953 anchored by a law Uh, signed by the Prime Minister of Israel David Ben-Gurion and the President of Israel Yitzhak Ben-Zvi. It is held on the 27th of Nisan, so it's happened usually in April or May uh, unless the 27th will be adjacent to Shabbat in which case the date is shifted by a day. Yom HaShoah this year, this secular year begins at sundown on Wednesday May the first. Okay, that's, I'm just not going to talk too much about it. Uh, this is what we are. This is what we are, uh, friends. Nissan. And I'm highlighting Adar right there, because remember, we're going back to the future. We're going back to the beginning of all times. Okay? So we are in Nissan. Uh, this is another picture that helped us to understand it. Nissan, right there. This is what, when they, they tell you what time it is, this is the time. This is the time. We are right there. Nissan is right on the top. Uh, it is important to remember into these cycles, it is important to remember the spring holidays. Uh, it's not just Pesach. Pesach is connected to the other months, uh, into... The first fruit, matzah festival, the seven days that you're gonna eat matzah, eat matzah and a lot of water. I know why, I'll tell you why after. The accounting of the Omer, 49 days plus one, is the feast of the seven weeks or Pentecost. It's on Sivan. So you got these three links, they're all linked together, okay? It's not just one festival, it's a whole season of festivals every day is meditations and, and more prayers and, and more festivals and more things. Okay, uh, This graphic help us to understand this. Nisan, redemption, E.R., uh, splendor, and Sivan, revelation. It's when the, the Torah is being revealed. Okay, The Torah will be revealed on Nisan. So it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's a, every year we have this journey. And this journey help us to understand the Jewish calendar or the biblical calendar per se. The biblical calendar, anytime you, you, you go into the holidays, I don't know if you realize it, but anytime you go into a cycle of holidays, you feel like, like you are ascending to heaven. You're ascending to the throne of glory and you're remembering and remembering and God is revealing more and more things to you. More and more things are revealing to you. The Torah becomes part of your life. The Torah becomes part of yourself. You just, you just can breathe without reading. If you don't read the Torah, you feel like I need something. I, I I'm 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 not complete. I gotta keep listening to the Lord. I gotta keep I know I'm saved already. Right? We are saved by the blood of Yeshua. That's not questionable. But you need to feed yourself. Feed your soul with his word, his, his matzah. Yes. Okay, because it's pure, it's a, it's a pure thing that we need to keep doing. And so Pesach always happened on the month of Nisan or Aviv, read Exodus 12 again. But before that, we have a couple of amazing things. Like this week we're reading uh, Tzatzriah. And the next week, Mezorah. Usually it's read uh, in, in one, in one uh, Shabbat. But this year, since it's a leap year in the Jewish calendar, we read it separately. I love it when we read it separately because we get more, more education and more time to see each commandment and what has to do with, with us and Yeshua and as members of the, uh, this coalition of, uh, universal congregations that, that is called the body of Messiah, we can see, and it's not co- a coincidence that we read these portions. When Ezra and Nehemiah put this together, they kept attention of, of each letter they were, they were reading and understanding, and God revealed to them that they should do this. And so when the rabbis put this together, they understood that we as members of the body of Messiah, um, as members of the nation of Israel, we need to remember a lot of things because we tend to forget everything. I don't even remember what I got for breakfast this, this morning. And so I, uh, it wouldn't be for my wife. I wouldn't remember where I left everything. I mean, I don't know. You know? And so we have these uh, portions of the Torah that we need to read. It's not just that you come to the congregation, you read part of it, and you read the Midrashim, our members talking when they do the Aliyah. But you've got to read it for yourself. You've got to feed your minds and your hearts of the word. It's pure bread. It's pure water. It's high in Mayim. It's life in this water. That you, we, should, we should, you know, every morning, the first thing you do after your prayer, read the Word. Please do it, because it's very important for us to start with this. And so you have Tazriah, and then we have the month on Isan, uh, which is uh, Rosh Chodesh. Uh, Rosh and we also have Shabbat HaKodesh. And so we have Shabbat HaKodesh this week. The next week's going to have Shabbat HaGadol. Then it's Pesach. And then, suddenly we're going to be into those 50 days. 50 amazing days. We're going to study what Yeshua was doing during those 50 days. After he's resurrected. All these things happened when Yeshua was walking almost 2,000 years ago. When he was walking on earth. He was celebrating all those things. So let's look into uh, Shabbat HaKodesh. Uh, It says on the Shabbat before Rosh HaKodesh Nisan, we read Parashat HaKodesh. This month is for you the first of month. This reading is intended to remind us that Pesach is fast approaching. I hope you got your matzah already. Otherwise, you won't get nothing. You won't get nothing. You're going to be You have a piece of matzah for me. You have a piece of matzah for me. I'm not going to have anything for you. You should have your own matzah already. All right? Get to... The place, I'm not going to advertise anybody, but you know what it is. Get to the place and get the stuff you want. It's also time, my good friends, I will tell you this in a lot of love. Look at that, look at that little baggage in there, what it says. Big letters on it, what he says. He says, ego, ego. It's time to pack your egos, okay. It's time to pack my egos as well. Pesach is time of preparation. Prepare your hearts. I mean you can do all the ritual things. You can do the right say, you know, putting this together, cleaning your house, move the refrigerator and clean behind it, vacuum your car very well, wipe it off, you know, clean your garage, each closet, even your shoes, you know, and everything you can, you can find in your house you know, get rid of the stuff that you don't want it. So this Shabbat is the, 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 is the one that initiates the preparations for Pesach. Prepare every day. Get up and find out what else do you need for Pesach. What else do you need if you don't have a family to go, to find a person or a family or a group where you're going to participate. Or prepare your own one. Invite people. Invite members. Uh, Christians, friends, enemies, whoever is available, and put them in your table. Put them in your table and just teach them. It's time for us to teach the Torah. Okay? It's time for us to teach what was happening then. Remember, the Lord says to Moses and, Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, in the land of Egypt, this month shall be for you the beginning of the month. It shall be the first month of the year for you. So the Haftarah. For Shabbat HaKodesh, is very interesting. You gotta read the Haftarah. Uh, the Haftarah for Shabbat HaKodesh is in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 45, which tells about the Rosh HaKodesh Nisan sacrifices, which were brought, and which will be again brought in the future, when the third Beit Hamikdash uh, is built. The Haftarah concludes with these words of consolation, like the flock of Jerusalem, at her appointed times, so shall the waste cities be filled with flocks of men. A lot of metaphors, a lot of good stuff in here. The traditional half of reading is Ezekiel 45:16 to 45, uh, 18. We have no time to read the whole thing, but just read it. Please don't forget. Don't forget. This is interesting for all of us. Um, and then we have, the next week, we're going to have Shabbat Haggadol. Shabbat Haggadol commemorates the 10th day of Nisan. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's also called the Great Shabbat. Uh, but the 10th day of Nisan is when the Hebrew slaves took the lambs that they were going to offer for Pesach and tied them up outside their homes to keep until they offer it into the 14th. Okay. So it was a time when Yeshua is inspected as well. He's inspected by the rabbis, by the Sadducees, and the the Pharisees. How he was inspected, by asking questions. He needed to, they needed to know who he was. So they needed to ask questions, because the Torah tell them, they tell them what to do. And it says, if a prophet comes and says so and so, you should ask this and this, and so on. They never find anything wrong with him. Okay, so he's inspected days before. Uh, the readings for this special Shabbat are Exodus 12, 3-6, and Malachi 3, 4-24. to Very interesting. Shabbat HaGadol, my friends, are very important because it's when the chains are broken. All the chains are broken. It's important for all of us. The, 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 we, we need to understand these things. Uh, This messianic prophecy regarding the end of days and the return of the prophet Elijah is read at this time because it is believed that Elijah will return at Pesach. This is why we include a cup for him in our seder rituals. Okay? So, remember that little table and that little place for Elijah, a special place for him to to eat. People might think you're crazy, but it's okay. You explain to them what's going on and read to them these verses of the Bible. So, on the 10th day of Nisan, when the Hebrew slaves took the lambs that they were going to offer for Pesach and tie them up outside their homes to keep until they offer it in the 14th. And I already told them the special Haftarah of Shabbat is Malachi, the prophecy of Elijah returning before the great day of the Lord. It's gonna be terrible people, it's not gonna be just all beautiful and you know, it's gonna be amazing, terrible, but some that are not ready will be horrified. This messianic prophecy, I'm, I'm repeating myself because I want to keep this really Straight up, you know, uh, this Messianic prophecy regarding the end of days and the return of the prophet Elijah Elijah is read at the time because it is believed that Elijah will return return at Pesach. So, remember who was the representation of Elijah in times of Yeshua? Yohanan the Immerser. He got the spirit of Elijah. All right. So this is the cycle, again, to remember the three solemn uh, feasts. We are right there in the bottom. You see Passover and Shavuot, seven weeks, weeks plus one day. And we are also in the middle of Torah studies. The cycle is there. Just, you know, seven weeks. We're going to have another seven weeks between, between Deuteronomy and Bereshit again. We just have to uh, understand the, the, the cycle of the Torah. So Pesach. Pesach, um, for seven days, it says in the Bible, you are to eat bread made without yeast on the first day. Remove the yeast. This is an English translation. The word should say, hametz. Remove yeast from your houses. Now, throughout the years, the rabbis are getting so crazy about this. Um... Well, let's talk about some Pesach traditions, preparing for, preparing for Passover. The most important is avoiding Hamas. The first item in preparation of the Passover is to make the area where it is to be held, most often the home free or leaven. Yeast, yeast. I don't know if I'm saying it right, yeast. Okay, the Hebrew word of yeast is seor, And bread baked with leaven is hametz. Uh-oh. Hametz. Seven days is hametz. If your friend in front of you is not doing this, you're not saying it right. Okay. Seven days shall uh, ye eat unleavened bread. Even the first day uh, ye shall put away leaven out of your houses for whosoever eat eat leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that the soul shall be cut off from Israel. So you don't want them to be cut off. So this is including anything that contains yeast. Preparations begins with a general cleaning, culminating in a ceremonial search for the leaven called bedikat hametz, hameyitz. Leavened bread or hametz is a product that is both made from one of the five types of grain, wheat, barley, spelt, rye, and oats, and has been combined with water and left to stand raw for longer than 18 minutes, at which time yeast begin to form on the grain. Many common types of grain products contain yeast. Uh, And so the cleaning, the cleaning of the hamets. But more important, Hamas is also, uh, again, there is not a coincidence that right before Pesach, at least this year, we've been reading the portion of Tazriah and Mazorah. We're going to read those. Those chapters are related to purification. And it stressed the importance to avoid Lashom Hara. You know, all these Zara'at. Uh, it's being uh, Teached by the rabbis that represents Our bad words Evil talking, evil words So you see that knife that I put in there Those are our words Be careful what you do with your words You can kill even people with your words uh, This is an issue That needs to be addressed in all communities No lash shom No evil speech uh, Just we need to study the laws Of la We're gonna, I think this This uh, Uh, in this Torah portion we want to talk about it. Um, And we've been talking about it. Jewish tradition reiterates over and over the physical and the spiritual slavery. Even today in this 21st century. When somebody's gossiping, again, is somebody from Mars. No Bethlehemite people, we're not gossipers in here. We don't do evil speech. We don't talk badly about no one. Not even to, you know, the first person you don't talk Nothing wrong about it is yourself. You know? Yourself. Uh, Throughout the scripture, leaven is almost always a comparison to sin or something wrong. The reason for this is that the uh, leavening agent is basically all fermented dough. A very small amount of fermented dough is placed with a larger batch of dough. The whole lump becomes leaven. And this is what the scripture warns about this kind of leaven. Leviticus two eleven. No meat offering which you shall bring unto the Lord shall be made with leaven, for you shall burn no leaven, nor any honey or any offering of the Lord made by fire. Leviticus two eleven. When Yeshua says unto them, Say heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, Matthew 16, 6. So metaphorically also Yeshua understood how the rabbis put these words together. He understood the Tsaraat also symbolizes evil speech. Okay? And in Mark 8:15, and he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And of the leaven of Herod. Herod was another gossiper. First uh, Corinthians five six eight. Also uh, the apostle Paul used to make metaphors about what leaven is. Uh, he says he says, Perch out therefore the old leaven, that you may be at new lump. And you are unleavened. For even Messiah, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Remember when he is comparing the Passover lamb with Messiah, he's talking metaphorically as well. Messiah is much, much better than a Levitical sacrifice. But he's talking metaphorically. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with all leaven, neither with the leaven or malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. And that's in 1 Corinthians 5, 6 to 8. Uh, Galatians 5, 9, it says, A little leaven leavens the whole lamb. So remember this. There are some messianic thoughts in this. Uh, on this, let me see. Okay. Uh, the preparation for Pesach has three three events called Bedekat Hametz, the search for the leaven, Bitul Hametz, nullify new, the leaven and be your hamesh, destroy the leaven. The hamesh, the leaven, represents the sin. And we are commanded to remove it, Exodus twelve fifteen, because it affects us, damages. These three events are the process to repentance. First, we search the leaven, this is the sin. Let's find out through prayer, where am I sinning on, okay? Then we recognize, we confess our fault. And when we recognize it, we are nullifying its power on us. Sin has power on you. It's not Satan. Satan is below. It's very below. Okay? Don't even, you know, he has no power on us. Our own sin has it. We basically curse ourselves. So we've got to be careful. We've got to confess our fault. And then when we recognize it, we are nullifying its power on us. Finally, we destroy the sin by the power of Yeshua's blood. Isn't it good? It's cool, I. Eh? And if we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. unrighteousness. First John one nine from the TLV. I gotta go fast because we're getting little. Yeshua and the holy temple. Yeshua cleans His Father's house. That's in John two thirteen sixteen. Remember, days before He cleaned the house. Alright. Another event of importance during this season is when the writing, the written record of the apostolic scriptures, describes Yeshua cleansing his father's house. It's the whole John. Let me read a few, a few verses. It was almost time for the festival of Pesach in Yehuda, so Yeshua went up to Jerusalem. Uh, and this is from the complete Jewish Bible, John 2:13 to 16. He's telling you exactly what festival it was. Uh, in the temple, verse 14, in the temple grounds, he found those who were selling cattle, sheep, and pigeons, and others who were sitting at tables and ex- exchanging money. He made a whip from cords and drove them all out of the temple grounds, the sheep and cattle as well. He knocked over the money changers' tables, scattering their coins. And sixteen, and to the pigeon sellers, he says, "Get these things out of here! How dare you turn my father's house into a market?" There's a lot of symbolism, a lot of metaphorical things. We we're not going to go there, but just meditate on that. Then we have different traditions. And Pesach from the uh, Ashkenazim and the Sephardim. One is the fast of the firstborn and, and the search of the Hamas are normally observed. On the day before Pesach, the sellers should be prepared for as much as possible before Shabbat begins. Because time should not be taken away from Shabbat to prepare for Pesach. That's the case for this, uh, some years, are, you know. It's, Shabb- it's gonna be Shabbat, basically. Some communities celebrate the day before Pesach is the fast of the firstborn. Um, that is called uh, the uh, the fast of the firstborn. Okay. A minor fast for all firstborn males commemorating the fact that the firstborn Jewish males in Egypt were not killed during the final plague. Then we have different Pesach laws and customs uh, that people do. We're not gonna we're not gonna go through those things. Um uh, the it, of course and different kinds of food we eat. There's cannot seminas if I eat different kinds of foods don't worry about it as soon as, as as long as they don't have um, yeast is good enough. Uh, the Pesach, Seder, and Haggadah. Passover said, the order of service traditionally we must consider ourselves being free from Egypt. Haggadah means telling, okay? This is the delicious matzah yeah, that we're gonna have very soon. Uh, yeah, I still have some from last year, it still, eat, it still tastes the same, tastes the same thing, it don't matter, yeah, it's just so, don't matter. So we have the symbolic foods, uh, go to Bethel um uh, files and you find a bunch of things to do, how to prepare it, what, what kind of uh, vegetables and things that you're gonna have, all the items in there. Uh, you have the cedar plate, you have the roasted lamp, a uh, you have uh, roasted eggs, you have maror, bitter herb, harozat, carpas, Azaret, salt, water, matza, and blah blah blah, the whole thing. okay, then the four cups, then the cup of Elijah, Hanavi. the four cups are one, based on Acts six six to seven, in the southern night, a special place is set for Elijah, a child will open the door for him as if Elijah is waiting to come in. A cup of the fruit of the vine is poured from him for him to drink. Uh, As I mentioned before, this is based on the special haftarah reading for Shabbat Haggadol, which is Malachi 3, 4 to 24. The prophecy of Elijah's return before the great date of the Lord. This messianic prophecy regarding the end of days and the return of the prophet Elijah is read at this time because it is uh, believed that Elijah will return on Pesach. We said that before. So wine cups and wine or grape Grape juice. If you're an alcoholic, do not drink wine, please. If you have a problem with wine, do not drink wine. Amen. Just grape juice. You don't want the children to drink wine either. Okay? Every one of the Seder has the usually very small cup of glass. Not a huge cup, okay? You're not supposed to drink the whole bottle. It's just a little cup. All right? And, and so on. You know how that thing goes. All right. Use your logic, use your, you know. Amen. All right, your common sense, definitely, <laughs> your common sense. Uh, so the Pesach say that it's based on Deuteronomy six twenty to 23, the, Chada, the Haggadah, you have to have a Haggadah, and then you have to have all the, the, the items, uh, then you have to say the sanctification, the washings, the vegetable, the breaking, the story, the washing, again blessing over grain products, blessing over the matzah, the bitter herbs, the sandwich, you know, the sandwich, uh, the dinner, which is one of the best things, the dinner, right? The afikomen, very good for the children. Uh, grace after meals, praises, and then closings. If you drank too much wine, you at home. Don't, do not drive. All right, uh, the importance of these celebrations for the believers in Messiah Yeshua, Yeshua and the Shalom Recalling Festivals, those are the three festivals. But most important, I'm going to skip all of this. Most important is uh, all of this: His birth, life, death, His resurrection, Ascension, uh, His Holy Temple, His the Living Water, the In Gathering, His Second Coming, His Kingdom, the World to Come, the Final Redemption. All of these are in this story, starting it on Pesach, even starting before, getting ready for, for I mean the process and establishment of salvation by Yeshua Hamashiach. But remember, he is the one, he is the only one. Yeshua is the Passover. We are saved by His complete work. Let's read something in Romans 5:10 of the Complete Jewish Bible. For if we were reconciled with God through His Son's death when we were enemies, how much more will we be delivered by His life now that we are reconciled? Romans 8, 32 34. We who did not spare His own. He, I'm sorry, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is the one who condemns. It is Messiah who died, and moreover was raised. Listen, he died, he was raised. And now, at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us, this is the whole thing, people. This is all about Yeshua he 's right there next to God, interceding for all of us hebrews five uh, i 'm sorry seven twenty five therefore he 's also able to save completely those who draw near to God through him. Have you realized, draw near, we're talking about the korbanot. Korban means, you know, uh, it's a vehicle to draw near him. That's korban, korbanot, or, or sacrifice. It means translated as sacrifice. Always living to make intercession for them. Beautiful. Uh, Hebrews 9.24, for the Messiah has entered a holiest place which is not man-made and merely a copy of the true one, but into heaven itself in order to appear now on our behalf and the very presence of God. This is all about Yeshua. And I just want to stress that to you. So remember, Pesach and all the festivals in between is preparing our hearts to receive his instructions again, his revelation in Nisan, in the month of Siwan, um, of uh, when the time of Pentecost is uh, for all of us. And this is all about Yeshua people. During this season of festivals from Pesach to Shavuot, and then the high holidays on fall, I encourage you to meditate in these words daily. Yeshua our Messiah is continually interceding for us in heaven. He is at the right hand of the Father continually praying for us so we can be ready to be with Him in the world to come. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your amazing love. Thank you for the sacrifice of your only begotten Son. Thank you, Father, because you so. you saw what we are going to do and say and everything, and you love us. Even though we were just in Egypt, you were preparing the redemption, and you are preparing a glamorous day, an amazing day. Thank you, Father, for this revelation, and your Holy Spirit. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach, Amen.